Good morning. My name's Brandon. You ready to clean house? Begin and down dog. Everything you need is right here underneath your skin. Open your eyes and set your feet about hip width distance. Make your hands about shoulder width distance. And everybody, walking your hands and your feet apart. Give yourself a half a foot of new space between your hands and your feet. The moment you open your eyes and really see one point, you're generating new space. Shake your head out a little bit. Create some room for your neck. Relax your jaw, keep your lips closed. And begin to generate the sound of life, the movement of life, in and out of your nose. If you have to breathe through your mouth right now, make that your practice, adapting so you can breathe. Child's pose. Congratulations for showing up to your mat. It takes some skill. Clearing space. Separate your knees about two feet apart and make your big toes touch. If that hurts your lower back, you can have your knees touching and your arms by your side. But I invite you to take child's pose whenever you want. There's a 90 minute all levels class. You're here to make the higher call, to take the high road. And that's not about forcing or over controlling. You need some control, but remember, this is a practice of surrendering. So give up what you have to give up to get empty and clear while you're here. And devote yourself to that vision. Tabletop. Three and nose, breathe in. Roll over your toes, down dog. Restore the quality of your gaze. Real clear, one point. Hone in. Experience a meditation practice just by opening your eyes and seeing one point in the environment. Let's create ujjayi pranayama together. Through your nose, breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale, breathe in, breathe out, <clears throat> fill your lungs, empty them out, bring your feet together, lift your right leg to the ceiling, bend your upper knee, take your upper leg to the left. Your foundation is everything, the body parts that are touching the floor, be intentional, fan your fingers even more. If you need to bring your bottom knee to the floor, that's a good option. You could bring your elbows to the floor. I just want you to be creative, intuitive. Really the path to self-care. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Lift your left leg to the ceiling. And as we care for ourselves, we develop the space where we're interested in caring for others. Bend your upper knee, take your upper leg to the right.
I mean, our curiosity is already sparked from us showing up on the mat in a community with people about connection. Walk to the front of your mat. Separate your feet hip width distance. Ragdoll, I need this space. Bend your knees a little bit more. Spread your toes across your mat. And shake your head out a little bit. You don't want any tension hiding out in your neck. It'll hide out in your jaw and the region around your eyes. Make the muscles in your face soft. There's a little tension to keep the eyes open. And you have an assist from gravity. Usually gravity is pulling your face down. And your lips down and the corners of your eyes down. And everything else down. Thank goodness. But we want to acknowledge an energy that's rising up from the earth. Begin to lift your sitting bones up to the sky. It's grace. The winds of grace. You discover them by generating the sound of your breath and become available for listening on a deep level, on a cellular level. Because truly, this is what the discovery of vinyasa is. You begin to feel something auspicious moving inside of you, something kind of that's been dormant that is awakening. And all we're doing here in asana practice is creating space so that energy can begin to expand and contract and begin to move us in ways we would never move, in spaces we would never go into. This is literally an exercise of faith, showing up on your mat and being a yes for whatever shows up on your path. And knowing that that is the path, whatever shows up on the path is the path. Can you see that? If we go into a little chaos, turn everything upside down and inside out, there's great potential to restore our vision. It's when things are coming apart that we remember what's essential and what really feeds life. When things are coming apart, like what's essential? What do we really need? Well, we need refuge, and you got it right here. Bring your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms above you. Spread out your fingers. Ready for whatever's here right now. Spread out your fingers. Open up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Three ohms. Uh,
Reach your arms to the ceiling, breathe in. Bend your knees, bow forward. Flat back, breathe in. High plank. Chaturanga Dandasana. Upward dog. Downward dog. Perfect conditions. And I'll make it more perfect. Is that possible? Yes, it is. You can improve on perfection. That's the beauty of perfection. Breathe in, empty out. Walk or jump to the front of your mat. Halfway up, clear gaze and hamstrings that are consciously adapting to keep the pelvis mobile. Tilt your sitting bones to the back of the room. And a pelvis that's mobile and adapting to anchor the action of lengthening the spine forward. So take your collarbones forward. And can you feel the action of tilting your sitting bones or pelvis to the back of the room and up towards the ceiling where the back wall meets the ceiling? You want to get some lift. Extend through the length of your spine. Bring your chin to your chest. So if you looked at the back of your neck, you wouldn't see any wrinkles from lifting your chin up. And you wouldn't have your head sagging either. Yes, high plank. Breathe in, downward dog. Probably the one of the most important practices being around people is listening. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk your hands to your feet. Be at the back of your mat. Bring your feet together. Bend your knees. Lace your fingers at the lower back. Lengthen your spine towards the front of the room. Breathe in. Bow forward. I thought I gave you a pretty good introduction for that curveball I threw at you. So some of, you, some of you heard, bring your feet to your hands, and you went to the front of your mat. They said, bring your hands to your feet. So you'll be at the back of your mat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You mean you'll get there, like you'll get to the back of your mat? Okay, go there then. Go there. Or did you mean like you'll get there listening? Is that what you mean? You can't guarantee the listening part? Really? It was a long night? That makes it even better. Yeah. So if you're working in some turmoil, <laughs> great opportunity for you. Remember when I was telling you chaos? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've stepped onto the mat thinking I wasn't ready, but you're always ready. Downward dog. Would it help you if I said, I'm going to do it again? Yes. But not right now. Yeah. 
Maybe. Maybe. Do you know that parable in the Bible? About um, the master coming home and the servants have to be ready, but no one knows when the master's coming home. But they have to be ready, whether it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 5 o'clock in the morning. Always ready. Okay, you ready? All right. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk your feet to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Bend your knees and make your feet sweat. Spread your toes across your mat. Renew the skin between your toes. And create more density in the center of each heel. You've got to lean back into the center of each heel and put your bones to work. Udiana, pull the pit of your abdomen to your spine. That's like an airbag for the lumbar spine. You want to honor the natural curves of your spine. Take your upper arm bones back and crouch down three or four more inches closer to your mat and do it checking at your feet. You want to be able to see the tops of your feet. Very good. Breathe in. Bow forward. Finish it. Drop your head towards your mat. The finish work is so important. Halfway up. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Create your seat. Shape each foot. Bring aliveness to each foot. Spread your toes across your mat. Then your feet will signal the brain if they need more space. So you can get comfortable in the discomfort of coming apart. You open your heart to coming apart, dropping your guard. Reconnect to spreading out your toes. And now use the wisdom of your feet to develop a direction and a path. Take your right hip and your lung towards the back of the room. Take your left hip and lung towards the front of the room. Keep turning. Feel the aliveness of your feet, the skin, the muscles, and the bones of the feet. Pull the pit of your abdomen to your spine. And from your core, press your feet in the floor. Tighten up your back quadricep muscles and rebound up the back leg, the length of your spine. Firm up your tricep muscles and spread out your fingers. Let's pump air. Breathe in. Breathe out. Nothing softer than air. Breathe in. Breathe out. Huge breath in. Eyes open and clear. Empty out. Don't cut yourself short. One more giant breath in. Lengthen your spine. Go up. Go down. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. (laughs) Step your left foot forward, warrior one. It's really a practice of peaks and troughs, highs and lows, clarity and then confusion. I'm in it. I love yoga. I hate yoga. This is a secret passage into the soul. Embodying presence, physical practice. And this is a secret door into the pelvis. Lift the inner arch of your back foot away from the mat. And a water-tight seal. The baby toe edge of your back foot. The inner arch lifts up. 
The outer ankle on your back foot presses down. Now use that seal, the banda. Take your right hip and lung towards the front of the room and keep turning. You feel how your right hip is opening up? Do more core work. Pull the pit of your abdomen to your spine. Core to floor, floor back to core. Now lower ribs into the center line. That's a softening, uh, a contracting, mid-back expanding. Now spread out your fingers. Get blood flowing up to your fingertips. Hopefully, it is flowing up there, but get more up there. And then pull the tips of your fingers out of the knuckles. Yeah, create some joint space into the fingers. Breathe in, breathe out, inhale. Exhale, good space here. Giant in-breath. Drop your hips two inches closer towards the floor. One more, big in-breath. Low plank. Yeah, don't break 90. Up dog. Down dog. I mean, you can feel it right now around these holy days. It's, we're all gotten by this big energy, whether you're Christian, Jewish, whatever religion you are. I don't know, do Muslims celebrate this time? No one knows? No? Okay. Let's pretend that, well, they know. They know, so everybody knows about this time of the year coming to completion and resolution, so... Let's finish awesome, okay? Everything you got. Full throttle practice. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up. Bow forward. Chair. Fold forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog, right foot forward, warrior one. It's great to come together. We're all connected to feel one thing. Low plank, and this is vinyasa, our aim. Up dog, down dog, warrior one, left leg forward. You know, the energy that moves everything that's alive. Low plank, tap into that. Up dog, down dog. And that's what Baptiste Power Vinyasa Yoga is pointing to. It's just an energy system. It's not a forms-based system. We want to break out of form. This is why we don't change the form too much. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Utkatasan. Bow down. Halfway up. Bow forward. Halfway up, chaturanga, that was good. Up dog, down dog, warrior one, right leg forward. Go up to a new peak, new space, there's no rush. Chaturanga, up dog, down dog, warrior one, big step with your left leg. What can you give up that will put you in your power right now? Low plank, I don't know, you do though. Up dog, down dog. Daniel, get those hands flat, flat. Breathe in, empty out, 
Walk a spring to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Fold forward. Halfway up. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, left leg. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward. Warrior one. Warrior two. Time to bake. Line up your heels and give up fidgeting. Flip your palms up to the sky. Bring your front knee forward and over to the right. Take your upper arm bones back, drop your chin towards your chest a bit. Now work your bandhas, pull the pit of your abdomen to your spine, gaze over your front middle finger. If it hurts your neck, you can look over to the left side of the room. Keep your arms up. It's your first time here? You're doing great. This is a long hold holiday bonus. Pull this in. Lots of muscular rigor in your back leg. Pull in. Uddiyana, belly up. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Big breath in. Sit two inches closer towards the floor. Fill your lungs up, lengthen your spine. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Step your left foot forward, warrior one, warrior two. That's a Hanukkah gift for you Jews out there. The oil burning, what, for eight days is it? You can burn forever, huh? Turn up, palms up to the sky the metabolic fire that either is expressed in this life or you damp it down. Because you know what? When that light comes up, you see things that you've been hiding from. And perhaps it's just your physical, raw potential to be alive. You want to be chronically charged up? You want to be moved by something bigger than you? Then be still. And there's no practice I know better on this planet than Baptiste Yoga to be still and to be a demonstration of what it means to be an empowered human being just by being still. You don't need knowledge to be still. You look out in nature. You look at animals. You look at a cat, a deer, just being still. 
and ready now for anything, responsive, not holding on to grudges, not holding on to right or wrong, not holding on to I like it, I don't like it, it should be this way, it shouldn't be that way. You just are in your zone. And whatever shows up in your path is the path. Burn karma, be courageous, be resilient. What is your way of being when the pressure comes on? Do you fight? Do you point your finger? Do you make fists? Open up your hands. Yeah, open up your heart and see if you can stretch out your heart muscle. Make your upper arm bones longer. They're just living tissues. Take your upper arm bones back. Breathe in. Breathe out. You're doing amazing. Breathe in. Breathe out. Big in breath. Sit down two inches closer to your mat. Humble. Breathe in. Chaturanga. <laughs> Up dog. Down dog. Breakthrough number one. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip your dog. Get that fresh rejuvenated blood flow through the neck into the muscles of your face into your ears like the very tips of your ears are getting healthier right now eardrums getting healthier the muscles around your eyes getting healthier open your eyes high plank bring your feet together spin your heels to the right take your left arm to the sky you discover that you are your greatest support. You gotta feed yourself. Maybe bring your bottom knee to the mat. Whatever it takes to adapt into an empowered, breathable space where you get brighter as we hold the pose. The lights get brighter. You shine out from the inside. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Bring your hands to a prayer, your heart center, twist to the right. Stay with your hands in a prayer or straighten your arms. Experience the lower body as a container for observation and listening. It doesn't matter what you do with your upper body. You can be at a minimum edge with your hands in a prayer. You could even be in a modification that lessens the intensity more than that. You could amplify the intensity. The empowerment of the pose is not the form, it's the readiness to breathe to soften under stress, to flow under pressure. A few more counts. To get from point A to point B without a fight, without holding on. Breathe in. Twist empty out, no rush. Warrior two. Extended side angle. Wrap your upper arm around your back. Line up your heels. You've got a good line right there. Yeah. 
Okay, have breakthrough number two right now. Sometimes all you have to do is recommit to your gaze and your breath. If you have to scale down, intuitively you'll feel that. If your body calls for more and you want to amplify, intuitively you'll feel that. But you have to be in a yes. What sets the foundation for yes? The clarity of your gaze and the, re the restoration that your gaze brings to you. A few more counts. Give your front knee a little nudge over to your front baby toe. Drop your hips two inches closer to your mat. Take your left lung back. Breathe in. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Bring your feet together. Lift your left leg up to the sky. Spread out your toes. Bend your upper knee. Stay here or flip your dog. Your fingers and your toes are little feelers. They're like our antenna. We can receive signals. We can send great signals with our hands through mudras. So spread out your fingers. Yeah, open hands, open heart, open eyes, windows and doors open. High plank. Bring your feet together. Spin your heels to the left. Take your right arm to the sky. A pranic buffet. There's not one point in your body, not one cell in your body that doesn't have the opportunity just to pump prana in and out. And you do this just by radically shifting from minimal breath to maximum breath. Whatever it takes. What do you have to give up to get into that space? That's the inquiry. Low plank. It's not your knowledge. It's listening. Up dog. That always makes a difference. Listening. Down dog. Step your left foot forward. Crescent lunge. Prayer twist to the left. Listen to your feet. What do your feet have to say where you place them? You're in a co-creation. Your body's on a mission. So listen. Start from the foundation and work your way up. Stack your joint systems. So, uh, the front knee 90 degrees. The back heel, the back ankle over the knuckles of your back toes. If you got the prayer, your elbows are in one line. Pull your thumb knuckles into your sternum or any variation. Can you feel how the front shin is drifting out to the front baby toe and the right hip is getting really low? Lift the front of your back thigh bone up if your back knee's not on the ground and lessen the angle in the front knee. Yeah. Few more counts. And we want to ride an in breath to warrior two. So we'll prepare by emptying out here. A full exhalation. Warrior two. Side angle. Okay, some so some of the science, the technology of asana is 
Be intentional with the physical foundation of the pose so you can be up to something bigger than just doing a yoga pose and making it look the way you want it to look. Half bind. The next level of transformation, okay, is to stack your joints and look around and connect the dots, but make it feel a certain way where you're at your edge. Uh, you're a little uncomfortable, but you're, you're actually comfortable in that comfort because you know that your vision is being manifest because you're working hard. You're trying easy, but you're pushing yourself. Not trying hard, trying easy. This is a new discovery for a lot of us, for the modern mind-body. A few more counts. Drop your hips another inch or two closer to your mat. Take your right lung back. It's too much. Breathe in. Chaturanga. Yeah, yeah. Less is more. Up dog. Down dog. Ah, sweating all that junk out. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Bring your hands to a prayer, a twist to the right. Some of us are still sweating out the junk that we brought in from the last holidays, like from last year. The body's like that. It can hold on to physical junk, psychological junk, emotional junk. Stay with your hands in a prayer. Pull your thumb knuckles into your sternum or straighten your arms. Let the reactive energy come up. Let the fire be unleashed from the samaskara, these stored patterns, physical patterns, emotional patterns that begin to reveal themselves. Know that yoga practice is a revelation. They reveal themselves once you start digging. You're in an excavation process right now. Trust the process. Don't rush the process. Trust the process. You can straighten your arms. You can put a block underneath your bottom hand. We have about five more cycles of breath. I'll cue you to come out of the pose. I just told you that so you don't freak out. It's going to be over soon. Develop your will to stay the course. Bring your chin to your chest a little bit. Now drop your hips two inches close to your mat. Lengthen your spine. Twist more. Good job. Bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet hip-width distance. Bend your knees. Bring your chest to your thighs. Hook your big toes with your index and middle fingers. Breathe into the length of your spine. Lean forward. Pull the crown of your head towards the floor. And give yourself a little push. Straighten your legs a little bit. The art of pushing yourself a little bit. And the art of saying yes to receiving that coaching from yourself. It's one of the greatest attributes of an empowered student. They can receive coaching. Well, from the outside in, and in my experience on the path of yoga, you need coaches, mentors, teachers, just to help you discover the guru inside of yourself. But it takes a community. Let go of your toes. The crow. Train your hands to be ready now. Your feet to be ready now. Five. 
You don't have to wipe your sweat. You think you have to wipe your sweat. Four, but there's little grains in the salt that give you a little more friction. Three, from your sweat. Two, I just made that up. Chaturanga, up dog, down dog. All right, walk or jump to the front of your mat. Halfway up, forward bend. Chair, bring your hands to a prairie, a heart center, twist to the left. I love how gnarly it is. I love how my intestines are being squeezed. The gallbladder, the pancreas, the stomach, all of your vital, the vital organs. Let them go through a steam cleaning right now. Know it. If you want to drink water right now, know it that the steam cleaning, the purification is happening. Hold good space. You don't have to do anything. In fact, do nothing and sit there and breathe more. And breath, you're just saying yes to breath. You're not doing the breath. The breath's doing you. This is a beautiful practice of non-doing. This is action. You are in action. Some of our greatest action is not doing anything. Spread your toes across your mat and work the upward dog and your torso. Five counts. If you want to straighten your arms, you can put a block underneath your lower hand. But to have your own back, to disrupt the limbic hijacking that will happen when you're stressed out. Stay the course and keep breathing. Lengthen your spine. Lift off the front of your thighs. Twist more. Yes. Bring your hands to the mat. Separate your feet hip width. Gorilla, walk your toes past the crease of your wrists. Lengthen your spine, breathe in, bow forward. So good, brain healing, turning upside down, getting good blood flow back into the brain. Activating the parasympathetic nervous system, deactivating the stress signals, or just say interrupting the signals and activating the more evolved part of our brain that allows us to collaborate, communicate, and widen our circle of compassion. To people that we would call just neutral others, that's what they call them in Buddhism, neutral others. Just people, just, you know, you're not against them, you're not for them, they're just people. But embracing them in your circle of compassion Slide your hands out from underneath your feet. Bring your feet together. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Open your mouth. Eagle, bend your knees. Wrap your right leg over your left leg. Wrap your right arm underneath your left arm. Five, our limbs need love. Our body needs love. Four, and you've got to get your own hands on your body. Three, and embrace yourself. Two, sweep up. Eagle, bend your knees. Wrap your left leg over your right leg. Wrap your left arm under your right arm. Whole, perfect, and complete compassion starts right here in the physical body. Touching every part of the body from the outside in, the inside out. Well, maybe not from the outside in. Breathe out. Sweep up. Eagle, bend your knees, wrap your right leg over your left leg. Wrap your right arm under your left arm. So you'll be able to 
activate the whole of your skin. If you breathe in with some rigor, so it's like your skin will be a third lung. And you breathe out, pull into the center line of your body. Sweep up. Eagle. Good knee strengthening pose. And freeing up the knees and the shoulders and the elbows of excess tension. And if you don't do it, your, your shoulders, well, the joint systems corrode. You've got to use them or you lose them. Spread your fingers. Make your finger knuckles stack. Breathe out. Pull into center line. Sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Open your mouth. <sighs> Come up to the front of your mat. Standing leg raise. Make your feet touch. Balance on your left leg and bring your right knee up to hip height. You keep your right hand at your knee and your left hand at your hip. Or straighten your upper leg. You can grab your big toe or the outer edge of your upper foot. Take child's pose. It'll cool you down more. Lift the pit of your abdomen up towards your spine. Chin to your chest just a little bit. Take your upper leg to the right. Gaze to the left. Look over your left shoulder. And feel like there's laser beams coming out of your eyes and converging on one point. See it. Bring your upper leg back to the front of the room. Point your lasers to the front of the room. Look up. Breathe in. Lasers up. Okay. Airplane. To the floor now. Make a direct line from your eyes to the floor. And then see that point. Clear. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. See where your finger pads are going to land. Not just, you know, you got to be intentional placing the block. The fingers on the block. Create a lot of surface area. Get the wide side of the block down. Love your finger pads. They're great informants to the hands. The hands are informants to the arms. The arms to the core. Spread out your toes. Quadriceps, pull them in. Five counts. You can take half bow. Five, four, three, pull your belly to your spine, quarter floor. Now shine out. Two, ragdoll. Hoy. Bring your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. Stand up. You're doing great. Arms high. Breathe them. Bring your hands to your heart center. Well, you couldn't be doing better. This is as good as life gets. It really is. This is it. Balance on your right leg. Left knee up to hip height. Took me some time to contemplate that. Like, this is as good as life gets. Well, you know what? Shavasana. That's as good as life gets. That's not true. It's right here, too. Take your upper leg to the left. Gaze to the right. It's being centered. Being in your eyes, in your ears, awake, right here, moment to moment. Bring your upper leg back to center. Lift your arms to the ceiling, breathe in. Airplane, the stream of energy moving through the limbs, through the extremities, and the reception of energy through the hands and the feet back to the core. Press into my hands, lift up, lift up, lift up. Yes. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. You're doing great. You're doing great. 
Come up on your fingertips and thumb tip, like a little tent. Straighten your bottom arm. And it's okay if you're wobbling around. You're developing the empirical balance muscles and the strengthening muscles of balance through the lower ankle, the toes, the bottom foot. They kind of got to go through the rite of passage, a little trembling. It's intense when you line up with that big light. There's a big responsibility to shine out. Five, to put your light out. Four, go ahead, make it feel good. Three, go ahead. Two, ragdoll. We do good? Yeah. Bring your hands to the floor. Bring your feet together. Stand up. Lift your arms above you. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Open your mouth. Standing bow. Left arm up. Drop your right arm by your side. Bend your right knee and grab your ankle. Your right ankle. Your right shin. You can grab your foot. Put your gaze on the front wall. Make it travel through the air and hit a physical point. Soften up the muscles in your feet so they're receptive. Five. You can start with the standing knee bent a little bit, the standing leg. Four. And then accelerate towards your bottom leg being straight. Three. Kick back, rise up. Two. Great. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Lift your right arm to the sky. Drop your left arm by your side. Okay, be a process. Be patient. Okay, have vision. This is the first thing in creation. Have vision. Know what you want to have happen. Foundation is everything. And notice that your, your foundation... Do dances. He's injured. Do this one. Five. Four. Attitude is everything. Three. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Left arm up, right arm down. You can lasso your right foot with a strap if you want to do that. Here we go. Steady. Aim. And then action. It's awesome when you play your edge, when you, when you give up holding back, when you come into full self-expression. And in order to be fully expressed, there's got to be integrity. So work the integrity of the feet, the legs. Begin pulling in the quadricep muscles. It's a process. Five. Pull the pit of your abdomen in up. Four. Now press down, rise up. Three. Move forward and go out from the inside out. Two. Yeah, upper foot down. Bring your feet to the floor. Hands to your heart. Clear it. Breathe in. Open your mouth. <sighs> right arm up, left arm down. Bend your left knee. Steady. It's just a standing, balancing back bend. That's it. If you go slow and honor the process, you'll, you'll really be at the edge of playfulness. A seriousness around that, too. Around being light. Be mindful what you're doing with the lips. The corner of the lips up a little bit, corners of the eyes up a little bit. Enlighten yourself. That's good. Five. Four. Three. Flip your palm. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. That was training on purpose. Three. Come to the front of your mat. Balance on your left leg. 
Bring your right foot to your left inner thigh. Sort of like this, right? You want to be here. See the difference with the shoulder? Yeah. yeah. Mother Earth. The embodiment of all the elements right here. Earth, wind, I have to say it, fire, water, create you as a unique space. You bring all those elements together, you have life. So coming back to the source, feeling the earth under our feet, whether we're on our back, bellies, head down, just feeling earth. And now bring in the air. And don't cut yourself short from breathing in. And don't cut yourself short from breathing out. Yeah, and don't copy people. We don't even know it. We're just imitators a lot of the times. To stay clear and authentic, you must be here. And generous listening. Lift your arms to the ceiling. Align your skull. So a lot of the times our head comes forward because we're looking at screens. Drop your chin towards your chest a little bit and take the sides of your neck back. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Drop your upper foot to the floor. Tree, balance on your right leg. Bring your left foot to your right inner thigh. Stay in the storm. You want your roots to relationship to something bigger than you. You want them to grow, then you've got to be willing to come apart and like have a little mini death, moment to moment. Like a deep surrender. And that's simple. Just recommit to the clarity of your gaze and the continuity of your in breath to your out breath. Your out breath to your in breath. Some even pressure from the right half and the left half of the upper body. The right thigh bone into the sole of the upper foot. Push into the midline. Now lift your arms to the ceiling. Now there's germination phase. There's breaking through the soil phase. And then there's flowering phase. Spread out your fingers more. Look up. Look up. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Drop your upper foot to the earth. Come up to the front of your mat. Reach your arms to the ceiling. Breathe in. Forward bend. Halfway up. Low plank. Let's do good finish work in the standing sequence. Up dog. Down dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Warrior two. Triangle. Straighten your legs. Don't rush the process. So the germination phase is getting your feet grounded into the mat. And before that, you've got to even place your feet mindfully. So a lot of you guys add six inches between your feet. Put your front foot on 12 o'clock and make your back toes point to the upper left corner of your mat. Hey, stack your joint systems. You see how your bum's sticking out? Disrupt that. Lift the front of your pelvis up and drop your tailbone towards your mat. Five counts. And each in-breath, more full than the last. Each out-breath, more clearing than the last. Breathe out. Stand up. That's good. That was good. Bring your hands to your hips. Face the left side of the room. 
Lift your arms to the ceiling. Breathe them. Drop your right arm by your side. Bend your elbows and make your hands connect at your upper back. Press your feet in your mat. Breathe them. Bow forward. Spread your toes across your mat and body your feet completely. That way you don't have to use analysis to create your foundation. You can use feeling. Your feet are intelligent and they'll signal the brain what they need. Just like the body will signal the heart, brain. So you give it what it needs. It needs community. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Keep your bind. Important. Keep it. Face front. Pyramid. Bow over your front leg. Now, when you bow over your front leg, you might want to recreate your foundation. You can do a midway correction. You have that capacity to adapt, to take feedback from your feet. Lengthen your spine. Twisting triangle. Put a block under your left hand. You can keep your right hand at your hip. If you want to take your right arm to the sky, be mindful that your hips are squared to the mat. Five, go longer, hey. Four, that's a little too long. Three, two, chaturanga, whole hand, yes. Up dog, like that, you could, good. Down dog. Ah. Step your left foot forward, warrior one. Warrior two. Straighten your legs, triangle. I always like that, that vision, what, the Leonardo, Di, Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo da Vinci, um, the Vitruvius, is that Vitruvius man? Like thing in the circle and his limbs are out everywhere. It's like that. Like fill up the circle of awareness. So your fingertips reach the circle. That's it. Your feet. A few more counts. Fill it up. Global consciousness. Bones, muscles, skin. Shine out. Stand up. Bring your hands to your hips. Face Harvard Street. And make your feet parallel or pigeon-toed. Lift your arms to the ceiling and bring your left arm by your side. Bind your shoulders. Breathe in. Bow forward. Do you see how Baptiste Yoga... We are widening our circle of awareness through the body. We, we become awake to the form. It's funny, one of, my, one of my best friends brought his kid over after class yesterday. And um, he's like 11 years old. And I go, you have a girlfriend? You have a girlfriend? He's getting all... <laughs> and then I go, what's she look like? And he goes, she's a human being. But over time, we start developing a deeper awareness of what goes beyond the form, what goes beyond the color. Start feeling a relatedness, a field of awareness. Breathe out. Stand up. Face the front of the room. Pyramid. Bow over your front leg. A sacred prayer space. When you're alive in your feet, lengthen your spine a little more. 
Twisting triangle. Put a block under your right hand. Okay, be in the process. Don't rush it. Hey, get your fingers on that block. The whole hand. Good. A beautiful spiral line from the ankles to the ears. Five. Four. This activates that fascia line. Three. Lengthen your spine. Press the floor. Lift up. Two. Chaturanga. Much better. You can even get rid of that. The purple one. Up dog. Down dog. High plank. Lower to your mat. Three, two, one. Uh, we've come so, from such an innocent uh, space and we learn so much and then we live in our head and then everything becomes dead and repetitious and familiar. It's an amazing shift in our vision. Beginning to turn, take that U-turn and looking in and feeling that formlessness, which is the foundation of this field of relatedness I'm talking about where we can understand each other. And not only understand each other, hold good space for each other so we can feel what we feel and not oppose our will on each other. It takes practice. Flip your head to the other side. It's really meeting people where they are. It's good to pass your practice. Clasping hands at your lower back. For a lot of us, just letting things be brings us into a heat state. You know, not taking action, not doing the habitual pattern, not running away. Pull into the center line of your body, press down and lift up. Now activate your quadriceps like never before. That's how you lengthen your legs and seal the heat in. Muscularly, take your shoulders to your back. Five, four, Three, get inside the loop. Two, come back to your mat. You feel the difference with that? Bow, bend your knees, reach back, grab the tops of your feet or your shins. You can do one leg at a time. Just custom fit it, make it work. Adapt, pull your thigh bones to center. On your in-breath, press your shins to the back of the room. So we take heart opening out of the realm of concept and we create space in the chambers of the heart and the muscles around the heart, the ventricles, five, four, activate your feet, spread your toes, three, press your shins back, two, come back to your mat. Bow. Ready? Oh, one of the best belly poses you can do. Okay, pull in, press down, come up. And let, just let it be uncomfortable. Things are getting dislodged. Things are moving. Pull your thigh bones to center. It's not just pressing your shins back. You've got to pull in. That way you can press down and create new space upward. Feel your bicep muscles releasing, the pectoral minor releasing. You can lift your chin if you want. Five, get some more blood flow into the quads. Three, press your shins back. Two, come down. 
Up dog, get up dog now. Down dog. Camel. Bring your knees to your mat. Stand up on your knees. You have options. You can curl your toes under and grab your heels. You can stay with your hands at your hips. Five. Four. Three. Two. Down dog. Bridge. You can jump through the space between your hands, lay on your back. Is it hot? It's hot? Perfect. Press your feet in your mat, lift your hips off the floor. Walk your shoulder blades into the center line of your body. You have a great assist by bringing the baby finger edge of the forearm and press it into the mat. Press it down. Five. Shimmy into center. Four. Shimmy in. Do the shoulder walk. Three. Go ahead. Push your spine up to your chest. Two. Bring your bum to the floor. All right, reset your feet. Have some self-compassion. Your spine wants this. Bridge or wheel. Doesn't matter the degree of backbending. Just feed it. Ready? Okay, you ground your feet in your mat. If you're doing wheel, maybe open up your hands a little wider than shoulder width. Okay, push down to the floor and come on up. The first wheel, just saying yes, and that's usually the toughest part. Then you give the body some space, and the path starts to open up. The body's on your team. Five, four, three, two. Come back down to your mat. Ah, all right. <clears throat> Reset your hands and your feet. Come on. This is the most wonderful time of the year. Let's do it. Ready? Press down, come up. It's giving. Give what you got. Don't hold back. Five. Four. Three. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. I was just telling Ryan this the other day. Sometimes I get caught in these like mental snafus where like, I could breathe. I could breathe deep, but I just don't want to, and I'm not going to. Or, you know what? I could do wheel, but I just, I'm stubborn. I don't want to. Too bad. You know what? That doesn't serve me, and I learned how to give that up. So maybe you can give that up right now. Is that you, too? Do you do that, too? Okay, ready? Doesn't work. <laughs> no. Big fat no. Ready? Set. Press down and go up. Tell you, those moments where you're just resistant or just a no, those are great opportunities to just create that shift. Five, four, shift happens in one moment. Three, two, relax that. And bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. See, doesn't that feel better? Doesn't it? 
even if it doesn't feel good, you're like, I, you know what? I, I know I needed to move and do that. Okay, how many more wheels? Two? Uh, okay, ready? Two. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Ready? Push down and come up. Doesn't take much to get out of the box. Relax. Okay, okay, okay. Five, four, three, two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Ah, feels good. You can't, you can't lie. Feels good. Feels good. Oh, my God, you're so lucky that you get to practice wheel during the holidays. Oh, otherwise, you'd get stuffed and congested. Okay, we'll do another one, okay? You okay? All right, good. Yeah, you're doing more than surviving, bro. You're doing a lot more than surviving. Grab my ankles. Watch this. You guys friends? Brother and sister? I'm so happy. I'm more skilled with that. I don't ask if, like, you guys are married. That would have been way too weird. Okay, ready? Press down and come up. Press against my ankles. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Five. Yeah, relax your neck if you want. Four. Three. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back down. You want some of that? You want some of that? Huh? All right. Yeah, it's like going to, like if I go to my, I have two nieces, and if I go and bring them a present on their birthday, I have to bring the other one a present too. Are you guys like that? You guys twins? No? He has a twin? Whoa. Okay, ready? Who's older? You are? All right. All right, ready, big sis? Here we go. Set, press down, come up. Ah. Five, four, three, two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Ah, all right. All right. Last one. You're all brothers and sisters. All brothers and sisters. Did you make friends? Yeah, humans. We can say brothers and sisters too, though, right? You brother? That's your brother. You know, you know Byron? Brother Byron? Do you know Brother Byron? All right. He says, what's up? Which, you know Brother Byron? Ready? Wow, I felt that. Ready? Here we go, last one. Last one, best one, Maggie. Best one, Corinne. Deb, ready? Here we go, press down and come up. Everything you got, empty your cup. Empty the gas tank, whatever it is that can fill up, empty it out. 10, make your arms straight, go ahead. Today's the day. Straighten your arms. Five, four, press down to earth. Three, two, bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Great job. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes.
Straighten your legs. Take your arms to the back of the room. Big breath in. Empty it out. Big in breath. Empty it out. One more. Inhale. Exhale. Pull your knees into your body. Rock from side to side. Chin in one direction, knees in the other direction. Dead bug. Grab the outer edge of your feet. You can grab your inner thighs. You can rock from side to side. It reminds me of a, a story I heard when I was younger where these, these, um, the st these students asked their teacher, their meditation teacher, how do you know the difference between day and night? Because there was a certain time for um, sacred prayer. And they said, is it when you can look out into the field and tell if it's an apple tree or a um, pear tree? He's like, no. He's like, is it when you can look out in the field and you can tell if it's a, a sheep or a dog? And he's like, no. He goes, well, how do you know? He goes, when you can look at your, well, he goes, until you can look at your fellow human beings and see it's your brother and sister, it's still dark. This is what I love about Baptiste Yogi. You make a lot of friends. You do when you open up like this. You just put it all on the line. I see it before class, how, how much more suspicious people are of each other. And then after class in the lobby, all of the, um, the conversations that happen that, that move life forward. You know, how we share ourselves like we wouldn't have shared ourselves before class. Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs up to the ceiling. Lace your fingers at the back of your head. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat. Take your elbows out to the sides of the room. Hey, breathe in. And pulse. Go for it. I'll tell you when to stop. So you have freedom. If you're listening, you can connect with other people and you can um, increase the steam power just by lining up with other people. Sometimes you've got to give up um, some velocity or slow down. And it's amazing how you can pull people right in. It's actually called entrainment. Five, four, three, two, one. Pull your knees in your body. Hey, bicycle, clasp your hands at the back of your head and flow from point to point. It's like that um, phenomenon if you had a bunch of clocks in one room and then you had a grandfather clock in that same room and the grandfather clock was ticking. Supposedly, all the other clocks will start ticking in the same rate as the grandfather clock. The guru, the one who has weight, who has some pull, who has an organizing power, about 10 more counts, and it's all through listening, entrainment. It's vibration coming together. Five, four, three, two, one. Legs up. Sit on your forearms or arms by your side. We'll do two sets and we'll be complete. Drop your legs down one third towards your mat. Drop your legs another third towards your mat. Make your legs hover two inches from the floor. 
Lift your legs up to the ceiling. Last set. Legs down 30%. 60%. 90%. 95%. 99%. Only a hair. If there was a hair on your heels, it would touch the floor. Legs up. Bring your knees in your body. Twist. Take your knees to the left. Bring your chin to your right shoulder. One of the great leaders in the compassion movement. The belly. One of our greatest informants. For what we're bringing in our body and uh, for what's coming out of our body, like our actions, the words that are coming out of our mouth, getting a gut sense of our work deepening our attention to recognize, wow, there's something much bigger than us moving through us, and if we yield to it, it'll help us and serve us and serve the people around us too. Evolution rewards us. The more compassionate, it feels good. Come back to center. Bring your knees to the right. Bring your chin to your left. Feels good to be loving. It feels good to care. A lot of times we're not loving and caring. Um, we're reactive. So if we have a practice like yoga, we can actually practice this, this sacred pause where we stop, we put everything on the back burner, we show up to practice, we roll our mat out, we listen to the teacher, and we stay on our mat, we give up what we have to give up, and we get completely devoted to the vision that we have for ourselves and for the people in our lives. just generating your power. You're increasing your vitality index. You're becoming brighter, more of a luminary. You're catching yourself and telling yourself when you're not like that, when you're not holding yourself up to the person you want to be. You know, and if you have a seat to witness, you can watch yourself drift off when you're in relationship, when you're talking to people, when you're sitting with people. Come back to center. Bring your knees into your body. Grab underneath your thighs. Rock and roll three or four times. Head to heels. Down dog. Half pigeon on the right. Well, half pigeon. Lunge your right leg forward. You can put a block underneath your right sitting bone. You can lay on, the, on your back. Be kind to yourself. and Don't force yourself into an ideal space. Create good space for yourself while you're not straining. You can actually listen to the sound of your breath. Sometimes you've got to give up the classical way you practice and, you know, the, the classical form and go on your back. Even that you can, you can do the classical form. But you just take the adaptation or the modification and step back a little bit. So much of our practice, for a lot of us, not for all of us, but for a lot of us, is, is actually easing back. It's doing less. It's trying less. It's... it's, it's um, saying less, 
listening more, thinking less, being more. And it's all training. You have to train yourself. You're moving into stillness, and from stillness, you deepen your listening and you deepen your attention to what really matters. And you've got to keep disrupting the, the narrative. Pull the air in. That's the great disruptor. Conscious breathing. You're strengthening and flexing your witness muscle. So you can catch yourself. You disrupt it. Things are going one direction, then you stop and you listen. It's like I was, on, I was talking to my mom the other day on the phone. You know, it's a tough time for my mom. She's, um, she lives alone. She gets sad during the holidays. She lost her sister and her brother-in-law last year and then her brother the year before. And, you know, a couple of her friends have cancer. And um, her boyfriend, who she broke up with like three years ago, who had cancer, is back in her life right now. And I wasn't a big fan of this guy, but... Um, you know, he's got cancer now, and my mom has been telling me stuff, and she was on the phone with me the other day, and she was like, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I'm, I go, Ma, the only reason why he's back in your life right now is because he has cancer, and, you know, and then she, like, she kind of was like, yeah, but Brandon, you know, um, you know, and I heard myself, and I stopped, and she goes, Brandon, this is my best friend, and she goes, you know, and I forgave him for everything, you know, like, he can't even smile anymore. He's 120 pounds, and it's just like, Brandon, he's just gone, and for a moment, I said, you know, that's her best friend. Can you imagine if your best friend, can you imagine if Naima was dying of cancer and then your mom told you, oh, she's only in your life. I'd be like, Ma, are you? Like for a moment, I just got removed out of my life and I actually sat in my mom's shoes for a moment. I got to taste it and feel it and smell it, like what it would feel like to have the person I love dying of cancer and like what that would do to my heart. You know, and I know it's because I practice yoga that I have the opportunity to disrupt that uh, righteous way of being and I know and this is how it should be to like, oh, what's it like to be you? What are you really feeling right now? I mean, this is really the essence of connection and communication in yoga is to get so, e so deeply embodied that we get a sense of what it's like to be in other bodies. And then there's, you, got, you start serving, you know. Take a breath out. Down dog. Oh, that was a long pigeon, huh? Half pigeon, left leg forward. sister's doing here. She's got it. Hey, get deep into your listening. It's not the sounds. The sounds don't do anything. The sounds are just an anchor so you can feel your body. I mean, we can, we can actually feel it just in practice. You know, being around someone who's really practiced, you know, who's not drinking their water every two seconds, who's not wiping their sweat every two seconds, who's like really focused and they're moving from point to point. You can actually feel how that affects your practice. This is one of the great acknowledgments of our practice that we're connected. We're really, we're really one. That's why we're here, because we feed each other.
And then we go out and we feed our families, our children, hopefully bring our families here and our children here. And if we can't, we bring it to them through listening. You know, it's funny too, because I said, I said to my mom, you know, I started like, I, I sat with, with it. I was just like, um, you know, I sat with that feeling and I said, Ma, I go, I'm really sorry. And I never said that to my mom before about this, you know, and this has been three years since he had cancer. And I said, Ma, I'm really sorry. And you could tell how grateful she was because I've always held a, a sword over this guy's head and her head. You know, I blamed him for breaking up my family and stuff. And, um, you know, this is like one of the wishes I had. I was like, I wish that guy died. And now, um, I see differently, you know. Spirituality is humbling. You got to eat yourself and digest yourself and then say thank you. And being in the dark and then ah, getting into the light. About 10 more counts. That'll make it even. Close to it. widening the circle of compassion just by being right where you are and embracing your body as perfect, whole, and complete moment to moment. You drift off and you go into some dark spaces. That's all part of the path of moving to the light. Just like the injuries, the heartache, the losses. All part of awakening. If you have a seat, a witness seat, a God seat, a space to remember God or whatever you call that big energy that moved you to the planet and it's going to take you off the planet. You bow to it and say thank you. And humbleness. Is that a word, humbleness? It is? Not humility? And all humbleness and humility? Hmm. Breathe in. Empty out. Double pigeon. You can do cross ankle variation. Create your seat. You put a block underneath your left knee if you need it. You've got to get both sitting bones grounded into your mat. How are you doing over here? Good. Good. Bring this ankle here. Excellent. So it may, it may have taken 80, 80, 85 minutes for you to get a moment of meditation. 
But like I said before, shift, meditation, transformation happens in one moment. So it's cumulative. You've got to do this work, do this work, and then you'll have a moment of insight. And in my experience, that one moment of insight, that one tiny little ray of light that came out, the one moment of understanding, like you got it for one moment, is enough to keep you moving forward for the rest of your life too. Like it takes one moment for you to see clearly of how things are, to open up your heart and to, for you to, to recreate yourself as a um, more compassionate listener, like a heart with ears. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Switch legs. So if you do cross-legged variation, just put a, a block on the outside of your ankles so your ankles don't collapse. They're in Tadasana form. And, uh, bow forward. Close your eyes. And roll the whole of each foot into your experience. So flex your feet. Just widening the circle of awareness. It's usually just wrapped around our thoughts. We want to open that up and encompass the body, the out here world, the world outside the skin. Look at the feet. And then maybe you close your eyes, but set up the form so you can go beyond the form. You feel that? Few more counts. Okay. 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 Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Seated forward bend. Extend your legs in front of you. Bring your chest to your thighs. You can put a block at the bottoms of your feet <clears throat> or grab your feet, your call. Lengthen your spine, breathe in. Scoot your hips away from your heels. Ah, feel the bottoms of your feet. Feel them. Feel the tops of your feet. Feel the back of your legs, the big sheets of muscle in your back body, your neck. Relax your jaw. Your awareness is basically orbiting the body on the skin, the form, then it goes in deeper. Pull in your quadricep muscles, pull in. All right, sit up, inverted table. Put your hands on your mat outside your shoulders. Behind you, about 10 inches. Lift up, press your hands on your feet and your mat. Drop your head back. Five, four, three, two, Come down. Move up to the front of your mat. Lay on your back. Waterfall. Just a couple minutes.
be present for the restoration, for the blood flow going down the legs, the parts of your brain that are being activated just by turning upside down. So <coughs> do this one. You don't want to do tri. Yeah. Do you know that one? Don't do it. No, no, no. I'll show you after if you want. Yeah. This one's the tripod is too much in the neck. It's too much. Yeah, this one gives you more support on the arms. You want to keep your neck free right now. Just saved your life. <laughs> you can bring your feet to the floor, plow, or you can have your knees on your forehead. Get some flexion in your spine. You can stay and plow or with your knees on your forehead or you can go into deaf man's pose with your knees by your ears. You can massage your skull with your adductor muscles and just pinch in. These bodies need to be folded over, twisted, bent, Stretched out, lengthened, compressed, squeezed. Otherwise, we just stay in like a limited identity, very small space. There's an opportunity to go out and start connecting with people. And bettering your life and their life just by being friendly, you know? Okay, take your blocks out of the way. Bring your bum to the floor. Pull your knees into your body. Give yourself a good squeeze. Flex your feet. Okay, bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes. Okay, now it really doesn't get better than this. Like, really? <laughs> like, you've got everything you need. This is it. Like, what else you want? You're rested. You're pumped with prana. You're with people. I mean, this is, you're with your pack now at deep rest. Ah, thank you. Thank you. <sighs> oh. Huge breath in. Open your mouth.
breathe in. Empty it out. Roll over onto your right side. Curl up into a fetal position. Keep your eyes closed. Sit up. Put your hands in a prayer over your heart center. Sit up straight. Three ohms. to your forward center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste, peace, and love. Good work, you guys. Nice work. Okay, one moment. Can you stay down for one moment? Don't get up just yet. So when you do get up, I want you to stay on your feet, okay? Stay on your feet. There's slippery points. Spray your blocks down, purple on the top, blue on the bottom. It's important that we get flow for the next class coming in, so I appreciate that, okay? And um, if you have any questions, ask me. Have an awesome day. Go get some water, get some fruit, and be kind, okay? And I'll see you soon. Take care. You're welcome.